Welcome to the Coach's Preview Show. I'm your host, Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I want to welcome our special guest to today's show. We're talking Nolansville Centennial Basketball, the WCTV Game of the Week. We're going to start out with our girls' coaches. We've got Bruce Hamilton of Centennial High School, Chris Ladd of Nolansville. Gentlemen, appreciate you guys being here today. Good to be here. Thank you. Nolansville comes into tonight's game 16-6 and overall, 6-0 and in district play. It's a non-district game tonight, obviously a WCS game, but a non-district game. Centennial 7-15, and 0-5 in league play. Teams did play back on January 17th at Centennial. Nolansville coming out on top 46-32. Coach Ladd, veteran of WCS, but welcome for the first time on the WCTV Coaches Show this week, at least for the year. Yes, good, good to be back. Thanks for having me. Team's playing pretty well, Coach. We are. Um, you know, I think it, uh, it it's taken us just a little while to kind of figure out um, kind of who we are and how we need to play, and, and that goes for the for the coach as well. We, uh, you know, when you have a, a six six post player, that's kind of a unique um, situation. I've had a lot of a lot of good post players in the past, but to have one that tall. Um, kind of changes the way you, you do things sometimes. So we've we've kind of had to adjust to to her strengths, and uh, I think we're sort of figuring out how to how to play with her and, and get maximum um, you know production out of her. Coach Hamilton, uh, back for your third time this year. We hope you aren't tired of seeing this crew. And let me, I'm sure, don't you feel sorry for Coach Ladd that he's got to figure out a way to play with the six six post player. Oh yeah, I, I feel real sorry for him. That's uh, not to mention the uh, you know the six two freshman that's really skilled. So, but they've got a good team. Coach Ladd does a great job. Good young team, and uh, I tell you what, got a good point guard, uh, Galloway shooter. Just got good pieces, and they're all young. And Coach Ladd has done a terrific job with them. Coach Ladd, uh, talk about that team. You are a young team. Uh, and I would say not not necessarily internally talking about it, no one's bill, but I think from the outside expectations, you guys have certainly exceeded where people maybe thought you would be right now. Yeah, we um, we just have two seniors and two juniors. Um, but, you know, we we really played with most of this group last year as well and uh, and really took our lumps last year. Um, and, you know, we just kind of kind of saw what the future could be and uh, just kept working hard. I mean, I give the girls so much credit for uh, continuing to work and believe in what we're trying to do. And, um, and Emily, especially is, uh, you know, she has a personal trainer that she works with. And so that they've really put in a lot of hard work and effort and we're looking forward. Yes. To having most of them back next year. Um, and, and we, we do have some young pieces like, like Bruce mentioned, um, you know, our freshman Addie Weeman's really given us a, a, a big boost as well. So, um, yeah, we're just kind of a young bunch and uh, just just hope to keep it rolling. Coach Hamilton, I, I know you get tired of me saying this, but your, your team's getting better, still playing hard. Uh, I, I feel like we're certainly, regardless of where you play that first round game, I feel like we're going to see your team uh, in the region tournament. Well, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, uh, the opportunity will be there for us. It, uh, you know, basketball is a tournament sport, so we need to be playing 
our best as we get to that tournament. And, uh, you know, we, we had a, you know, we had some good stretches Tuesday. Tuesday was a tough loss. And, uh, you know, we've had a kind of difficult, I know I've had a difficult time getting over it. And, uh, but, uh, you know, we are, I, I am seeing some things where I do think we are making strides. So hopefully we can continue to get better and be where we need to be at the right time. Nolensville coming off a 54-37 district win on Tuesday afternoon. Coach Ladd, talk about uh, the decision to go ahead and play that game on Tuesday. I know we had some weather situations. There was only two games that were played. They were WCS games, so that's why we were able to do it. Uh, some were playing out of county teams, and we didn't necessarily have a say-so in that. But it's a home game. The crowd was less. That Potentially, that plays into the favor of independence, it didn't, you guys won, but talk about what your thought process was and going ahead and playing that game. Yeah, well, we, we appreciate, first of all, that our county allows us to make those decisions uh, individually. Um, when, you, when you have a game that gets canceled, it just really jams everything up, you know, moving forward with your practice schedule and your game schedule, you're, you're playing back-to-back -back possibly and maybe playing on a weekend, not, you know, a Saturday or something like that. We just didn't want to run into that. Um, we wanted to kind of keep everything in rhythm. Um, and, um, you know, that's that's really the main reason. And we had, a to be to be honest, a pretty good crowd there. I think the kids, there was no snow to play in, so they all came to the gym, and, and we had a decent crowd. Um, but today or, you know, through the week, you just feel much better that you got that game in. I'm sure Coach Hamilton feels the same way. And, um, you know, just just glad that we were able to do it. Coach Ladd, talk about your team a little bit more. You, you, you talk about having a young team, uh, one senior, correct? Is that right on the roster? We, we have two seniors, yeah. So you have two seniors, sorry, two seniors. But talk about, you said, you know, they, they played a lot last year and we took our lumps. But talk about that senior leadership too, what that role looks like, even if they're maybe not always your leading scorers or leading rebounders and that kind of thing. Yeah, they're – J.R. Moyer and Sarah Brewer are our two seniors. I'll mention their names. And, you know, they, they were, uh, they've been to a state tournament as freshmen and, uh, and saw some, you know, some, some success. And then, you know, one of our worst seasons we had was last year. So they, they've been, they've seen the highs and the lows. And uh, those two have, uh, have really just, you know, one plays a lot and the other kind of comes off the bench, but their leadership and in the locker room and, and with the team, just bringing the girls together, you know, when, when they're, when you got freshmen that are kind of going through some struggles, they need somebody to tell them, Hey, it's going to be okay. This is how we do things, you know, and, and uh, kind of put their arm around them and, and, and support them and be positive. And that's really what they, they bring us uh, really just as much as what they bring us on the court. So uh, I'm really, really proud of them the way they've, they've stuck it out over the, the, the four years they've been with us. Hey, and it's pretty nice to have a, uh young lady like Lelena Washington too, coach. She's, she's getting it done as well, right? She is. Yeah. Uh, Leilani went for, uh, went for 27 Tuesday night and uh, she can, you know, she's an explosive player. Um, she, uh, you know, she really has, has this year sort of, again, like I said earlier, learned how to play with, with those two post players. And, uh, you know, she took on a lot of the brunt of our scoring last year and this year she's realized Hey, I've got some people that can really help me around me. 
and uh, you know we've we've kind of figured out how to how to play together in that regard, and that's that's really been nice to see. And I know everybody's happy to be reminded that Lalani's only a sophomore. Uh, she's going to be one of those players that uh, you're like, what is she? Twenty seven years old by the time she graduates because <laughs> she's played so much, right? Which which is good if you're a no one's real fan. True, true. And and I want to say this about Coach Hamilton too. I didn't say this earlier. Uh, this this man has dealt with a lot of injuries. Uh, he, he does a great job, and uh, I just I'm really glad we have quality coaches and people like him in Williamson County. I know he's doing a great job at, at Centennial, even though uh, his team struggled a little bit this year. But he's this man's dealt with a lot of injuries too, so he does a great job. Well, I, I'm glad you said that, Coach. I certainly feel that way too. And uh, you know, I, I think and Coach Wild and I talk about this a lot because he. He's coached a lot there at Summit. He's been some other places too, obviously. But just basketball in WCS on the girls' side is really on the uptick. And I think a lot of it has to do, obviously, the players. But the quality coaches that we have in the league uh, is something I'm certainly proud of. And you guys are, are certainly two of those. Hey, let's talk about uh, Centennial. Coach, you you go through the same decision-making process. Hey, if we're going to play, we got to play it early. It's the Battle of Franklin, a pretty good crowd. I was there for that game, uh, even though the girls' game started at 3, boys at 4.30. Uh, talk about your thought process and Coach Moore's process for going ahead and playing that game rather than maybe putting it off. Well, I, I think we both wanted to go on and play the game simply because what Coach Ladd said, you know, the scheduling and, and uh, you know, not wanting the compact uh, district games right next to each other. And uh, I actually thought the crowd was good. And I thought the, the community responded well. And I thought it was a great atmosphere. So it was everything, you know, that you expected in a night game or a regular game without any weather delay. So I was very appreciative and glad we got to play that. Coach Hamilton, your team too. So you're down 16-12 at the half, you go on an 18-4 run to take that 30-20 to 20 lead. Uh, I could feel the excitement, the energy from your bench. You had a great, uh, great, uh, some great sets there, got some backdoor looks. You had to be pleased. Is that maybe the best your team has executed in a quarter this entire year? 18 points in a quarter, that's a lot of points. Yeah, yes, for us, definitely. Um, possibly, I guess, when you – I hadn't thought about that, but I did think we had a uh, – very good stretch run there. And, uh, you know, when we, you know, just like anytime you get everybody playing well at the same time and, and uh, we scored a couple of tough baskets and, uh, you know, it was a good run. We just weren't able to withstand and hold up to the whole four quarters. Let's talk about your districts a little bit. Coach Ladd, uh, don't know if you would have thought this would be the case going in, but with two games left, you have secured First, first place, you're six and zero. Oh. Uh, Independence now three and three. Columbia two and two. Summit zero oh and five. Or excuse me, Ravenwood zero oh and five. Summit two and three. And I know there's a lot to play, but it, I, I feel like, and maybe you feel like too, you're going to end up getting the winner of Columbia Central Ravenwood. I personally think Ravenwood is a team that's really, really dangerous. They've got a lot of young ladies who've played a lot. I know they've only won three games, uh, but. I know for me, I'd be excited about seeing a No Winsville Ravenwood semifinal game. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we take it, I guess. Uh, you're, you're right. Every team in our county is dangerous. Uh, we're, I know we're 6-0, and but uh, we've had our struggles. We can lose to anybody on any night. 
Um, but uh, you're right, we've, uh, we've secured first and uh, our, our goal was just finish top three and when we started because we get the buy into the semifinal. And, uh, you know, we did that and then it started to become, okay, well, let's go get first place. And, and we knew if, if we won Tuesday, that would pretty much lock it up mathematically. So um, that, that's a, you know, when you, you guys, are, you're all, all coaches and, you know, when you, when you're preaching that, Hey, we got to go, we got to go hunt somebody. And then all of a sudden you become the hunted uh, that becomes a different thing. So we're, now we're kind of dealing with, okay, now we're in first place and there's a little different pressure there. So, we're, you know, we're dealing with that too. So I know I'm crying you're a river here coach, but, but uh, it's, you know, that's kind of what we're going through. Yeah. I can feel, you know, through the screen here that <laughs> coach Hamilton's got a lot of sympathy for you, coach, uh, your team, you're headed for that four or five game with Overton. Here's my question to you. How did, I know you want to win that game and at least getting that coin flip uh, if it goes the way it should. I mean, a lot of things can still happen, but how do you approach that Overton game here in two games when you know you're probably going to play them again? Do you hold back a little bit? Hey, your team's not in a position to do that. we got to try to win every game we can. T tell me what your thoughts will be when you enter that Overton game. Well, you know, really, that's the first time I've thought about it. Um, you know, I think for us, we got to continue to get better and work on ourselves because uh, I think if we'll do what we need to do, we're going to win. You know, we'll have a chance to win that play-in game regardless of what happens in our next regular season game with them. Uh, but that's an interesting question. And, uh, you know, you don't know how much you want to show them what you, you know, uh, because usually I think sometimes when you got teams that are close, uh, the team that may have lost the last game can make some adjustments off what they they did. And I felt like we actually did that Tuesday with Franklin. Uh, but, you know, I think we got to go in that Overton game with everything we've got just to try to get better and, and uh, just for ourselves. Well, I appreciate you guys. That's twice you've said it's the first time I've thought about that. So I know for real now that I'm just an armchair quarterback kind of guy. My coaching days are behind me. People don't even remember I coached the team. So I appreciate you guys uh, pointing that out. Coach Ladd, quest, last question here. What are you looking to accomplish in these? I mean, obviously you're trying to win, so don't give me that. Non-district game heading towards the postseason. What are some focuses for your team? Believe it or not, uh, and it's the cliche answer, it's just continue to get better. Um, I know that Coach Hamilton's going to have a, a great plan. His girls are going to play hard. And uh, we just take it one game at a time. And uh, I totally agree with what he just said. We're we're trying to get better every game. I, I don't think you – I think we can get too cute as coaches sometimes and think, oh, I'm going to do – I'm going to save this for later or do this later. And really, you just need to go out there and do what you need to do to win the game. And, and we're just going to try to – Try to do that Friday night against Centennial. Coach, pretty uh, Hamilton, pretty competitive game last time you guys played. Uh, what do you have to do to make it another competitive game and maybe get over the top uh, for this game tonight? Well, I, I think playing Nolansville, you know, is a part of the game that really has gone away since the three-point line. That's called a mid-range game. And in girls, you don't see a lot of that. And Nolansville makes you play well in the mid-range game because you can't get a lot at the rim. You got to be able to shoot over the top of them or play a little mid-range game. So that's that's going to be a key tonight. And uh, you know, last game I know he he did a you know he he used a lot of people. He looked at a lot of people, and sure the game was competitive in in spurts. But uh, 
you know, I know he was able to play a lot of people. He's got a nice team, and it'll be a tough task for us tonight. But I tell you what, we look forward to it. I think it's a great opportunity for us to get better and keep building on what we're doing. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you being here. I know you're busy. Looking forward to tonight's WCTV Game of the Week, Centennial traveling to No Onesville High School. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back to talk to the boys coaches from Centennial and Nolensville High School. Welcome back to the Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, now joined by the boys basketball coaches, again talking about tonight's WCTV Game of the Week, Centennial High School traveling to Nolensville High School. We have Jeremy Moore for the third time this year on the game of the week. And for the first time, not only this year, but in his career in WCS, because this is year one, Coach Gadice, Drew Gadice from Nolansville High School. Hey, Coach, now look, I know you got Jonathan on there, and everybody does first names, but Drew Gadice. Yeah, my, my mom really did me a solid there. My middle name is Andrew, so since day one, it's been Drew, so... Legally, so there was about 10 people who knew I was Jonathan before this year. So so you got the double whammy, uh, and the, I think every teacher knows this. Number one, you want to uh, call your, your kid by their first name and make sure it can't be shortened. So your mom uh, messed you up twice. Ha yeah, going by half of the middle name has, has been, a, it's been a disaster uh, this year. <laughs> Until this year, it didn't matter. WCS making, making me Jonathan officially. Hey, Coach, Coach Moore, you can speak to this because you've been here a few years. That example we just gave is truly a Wilco problem. Yeah, <laughs> that is definitely a Williamson County problem. Coach, I'm sorry you got to deal with that. It, it is what it is. I love being here. Thankful to be employed. Well, gentlemen, uh, talking about tonight's game, Nolensville comes in 12 and 11, 2 and 4 in district play. This is a non-district game, but certainly a, a big game in WCS. Centennial 17 and 7 four and two in district play. You played at Centennial on January 17th. Centennial coming out on top 52-47. Coach Gadice, we're going to start with you. First of all, welcome to the show for your first time. New to the district, tell us a little bit about your background and your experience so far this year. Uh, it's been a, a solid first year for us at Nolansville, really trying to lay some consistency and a foundation. Um, uh, previous five years was head coach at a small private school down in Georgia um, and then saw this opportunity and been really appreciative of it. Uh, our team this year is growing uh, really fast. Uh, we've, we've been in so many close games the last three or four weeks and uh, just got to learn how to win and close out those tough ones. Um, obviously, everybody here is so well coached and talented. Um, we're just trying to really, really try to fight and, and get our seat at the table. Coach Moore, I was thinking about this and talking to Coach Gadice on the show here for the first time. Now, you've been back at Centennial a couple years. You were at Independence. But in this league, uh, I mean, really, you're fast kind of catching up with Coach Whitlock, who's in year 17 at Ravenwood. But relative to the other coaches in the district, uh, you're one of the more experienced now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Coach Gadice has done a great job being year one just watching his team. They came over here and played in our Thanksgiving Classic. And just to watch their his team's growth from then until now speaks to, you know, to him and his staff along with he's got good players. You know, I think we as coaches would all agree that 
um, we can appear a lot smarter when you got good players. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great coach league, great player league. You know, I mean, I would put Williamson County atmosphere up against anybody in the state of Tennessee um, on a, you know, on any given night. Obviously, Friday nights are going to be a little bit better, but even our Tuesday night crowds are good. Um, you know, it, it's meaningful to the communities. It's meaningful for the student population at the school. So, you know, Williamson County basketball is, is second to none in my eyes in the state of Tennessee. 100% agree. Hey, let's talk uh, Nolansville. Uh, Coach Gadice, you talk about those close games. You drop a heartbreaker at home to Independence, uh, ranked number one in the AP poll in Class 4A, certainly something we're proud of here in WCS. Uh, you drop that game 48-47. You are doing a great job. I know Coach Moore talked about it. You and I have talked a little bit uh, throughout the year, and I think a lot of people are recognizing uh, what you're doing. But those close losses – especially with this young team, because you're playing some young guys. You've got some veterans too, but playing some young uh, young guys as well, you know, that that potentially takes a little bit of toll on your team mentally. There, no doubt about that. And, and that's why we as a coaching staff and even our players, to their credit, I'm so proud of how positive we've stayed. Um, I think from last season to this season, learning how to win those close games, you got to be in the close games. Um, and so – Five of our losses in January throw out the, the blowout at Indy. The other five losses are by a combined 15 points. That's a box out in the second quarter. It's a turnover in the third quarter. So learning how to value every possession has been a really key emphasis for us. And, and the guys have done a great job of that. Really proud of all of them. Well, talk about that a little bit more, Coach. Uh, I know Coach Hamilton and I talked about this a week or so ago for different reasons in your team. Uh, but – Losing those close games, you still are 12 and 11 overall. Certainly an improving team like Coach Moore talked about. But talk about maybe having to be a psychologist a little bit too uh, with the team. And in, in, in that psychology part has been, has been a key focus for us. And now it's not as much me in the locker room yesterday after that disappointing game. We had players talking about why can't we get this done this year? And we're taking everybody to the wire. Um, so now the players are really starting to own that role too, which has been really neat to see. Uh, Charles Winfrey is a leader for us. He's the one senior who's really been in the rotation all year. Um, he was out yesterday, uh, with Tuesday, with an injury. Um, and, and so hopefully we'll have him back tonight uh, for this game against Centennial. Um, hey, talk about – I'm glad you mentioned Charles because when I – uh, watch him. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but he's one of your student section leaders uh, during that great football run. But in watching your team play, I watched you guys earlier in the year uh, play a really good Ravenwood team, just a great atmosphere there at No Onesville that particular night. It is really obvious that he is your leader on the floor. He's he's definitely, from a personality perspective, that heartbeat perspective, yeah, he brings a lot of positive energy. And uh, on Tuesday's game against Indy, um, even sitting on the bench, you know, he was he was coaching up our young freshman BJ Hall, um, who he's had a really good connection with. So so to see him kind of coach up these younger players has been neat. Um, Ethan Bennett is another senior who recently has really come back into the rotation, and because he's so mature and so tough, has provided another really strong leadership role as well. More so with his um, play and demeanor, not as much vocally. Coach Moore, let's talk a little Centennial. Uh, tough loss there on Tuesday in the Battle of Franklin. 
55-52. Uh, Franklin comes out on top. You had a great matchup that first time, too, at Franklin. Always a great game when those two schools play. Hey, talk about this. And, Coach Gadice, I'm going to come back to you on this, too. Uh, Coach Moore, talk about that decision-making, because both of you guys, it was your home games. Talk about that decision to play, because even though, and again, I was at the Franklin Centennial game, it was a nice crowd. Not what you would have had if that would have been a normal night game. But talk about that decision-making to go ahead and play that game as the home team, because a night game probably would have been a little bit better atmosphere for you guys. Yeah, you know, I I despise moving games ever. If it, if it was up to me, we'd play every game Tuesday and Friday when it's on the schedule because I like a routine for myself as, as you know, well with my kids. But this late in the year, you know, you run into – what happens if, uh, you know, can't play tonight and then Thursday we host a freshman orientation that's a big deal, so we can't play on Thursday. So you're running into two district games next week where, you know, do you want to play before a district game, after a district game or anything like that? So to me, it just makes the most sense to get it in when you can. And for us yesterday, I think, you know, it was to start a little bit earlier, get people off campus before um, the, the ice started or, or whatever they were calling for. Um, you know, anytime I need weather, I check with Coach Boffman, the, uh, those outdoor co coaches. They keep that thing right where it needs to be. <laughs> Basketball coach, I don't spend a lot of time worrying about it. But, um, you know, I, our kids have been put in those situations before. Um, so, you know, they handled it well. We came in and, and had a walkthrough um, a little bit earlier in the day and got them fed. And, and you know, so I, I don't think that played a huge part in it. It definitely hurt the environment. But, you know, it's still, I mean, I coached in a different county for 15 years and they would die for that environment we had at four o'clock on a, on a Tuesday. So, you know, I thought it was a pretty good environment and well-played game by, by two good basketball teams. It, it really was a good environment. And I, uh, Coach Ladd tells me, Coach Gadice, that yours was also a pretty darn good crowd too. But talk about that decision-making. I saw you nodding. Some of the same thing that Coach, same things that Coach Moore was talking about. Hey, let's stay on as much a schedule as we can. Let's play exactly. this game on Tuesday and roll with it. Exactly. Uh, from a practice flow perspective. I, we had already practiced for Indy twice. I was not going to get much out of those boys on Tuesday afternoon if I made them come up and practice for 90 minutes and then try to play the game on Wednesday. So, uh, and, and then and then we got to practice Wednesday and Thursday for Centennial, uh, which, which really worked out well. Uh, coach Moore might, might, might agree. As the boys coach, always playing that last game of the night, you tell me we can play at 4.30 in the afternoon and I'm home <laughs> eating dinner at, at 7.30? Sign me up, man. I'll play every game at 4.30 in the afternoon um if we could so we, we get some really late nights staying up watching film till 1 a.m so I, I was lucky to play at 4 30 that day coach Moore uh your team I've watched you guys play a couple times this year and and a way I would and, and I think they have a lot of your personality too I think we see that with teams and coaches uh that you see them take on your personality you, you're something I would say about your team that really stuck out to me in that game against Franklin. And I mean, this is a compliment, very businesslike in the, in the approach, everybody's taking care of their own job. They have very much the same demeanor that you have. And because of that, not that that wasn't a disappointing loss. I, I think your team will just bounce back and say next game. I think so. You know, I mean, that's kind of our focus. Um, 
you know, we call it being a pro at whatever level you're at, you want, you want to be a pro. Um, you know, even when the, the student sections talk calling you names and we don't, the other team that doesn't affect us, you know, we control our own attitude and, and we control how we act on the court and things like that. And, you know, I tell them all the time, the, the best get is, is when you don't talk and then you beat them on the scoreboard, you know, cause then it's kind of like, well, God, what do I go to now? I can't get in his head and we can't beat them on the scoreboard. So I might as well just move on to uh, somebody else. So, you know, that's kind of our focus. And I don't know if it's anything I've done or if it's just, I've got a bunch of really high character kids who police themselves, you know, um, when we win a game, we try not to over celebrate out there and that, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. And when same thing, when we lose a game, we come in and we talk about it and, you know, we're going to show them some video of the last five minutes when uh, we didn't score a basket. <laughs> we were 52 with 512 on the clock left in the fourth and the game ended 55 52. So there's some definitely learning experiences from that, but you know, we're not going to harp on it and, and we're just going to learn from it and move forward and try to correct it. And, you know, the thing about playing in our league, in our region, every game is going to come down to one or two possessions for the most part. So, you know, it comes down to you, you correct something and then something else is going to break the next night. And that's kind of what we do is just put band-aids on things. And, you know, our philosophy is try to be good at what happens a lot and we miss a lot of shots. So we're going to try to be really good at rebounding, um, you know, and things like that, you know, but Nolensville is going to be a great test for us on Friday because I mean, they're physical, they're, they're big and they have a rebound mindset. You know, a, a lot of teams aren't doing that anymore. More, they want to play out there where the air is a little bit thinner and don't want to get in there and bang around. But our first game, I mean, Nolensville, they're, they're physical, just as physical, if not more physical than us. So should be a fantastic test tonight. Um, and, and getting to play out of league is good. You know, you get to work on some different things and some depth guys maybe get in the game that when every game in, in the district is so meaningful, it's hard to find time to do that. So, you know, I, I love getting out of the out of the district, but staying in the region, playing a playing a good team. I think my guys will be excited tonight. Coach, let's uh, or both coaches, let's talk a little bit about your district. We'll start with Coach Gadice, Independent six and zero. They've wrapped up first place uh, in that particular district, District twelve four A. You guys both compete in Region six four A. Your two districts come together in the tournament. Uh, we have. Uh, Nolansville sitting at two and four, Ravenwood three and two, uh, Ravenwood two wins over Nolansville, so it gives them sort of the uh, the leg up there. And then you're down there with uh, Columbia Central and Summit one and three, one and four. You're two and four. Those teams you still have to play, so a lot is still to be determined. You mathematically could still finish fifth. You could still finish fourth. Obviously, third and second is in play for your team. Uh, it would have to obviously be a great thing if you could go into that postseason knowing that you've already advanced to the region tournament. Yes, and so immediately after the Ravenwood game, which was another one-point loss in overtime after we had led the entire time, um, we put our focus there. And, and we said, Indy's a great team. Let's go take a swing at them on Tuesday. But they have separated themselves. They are the one seed. Everybody two through two through five, it's a cluster. Um, and so we immediately put the pressure on ourselves of that game next week at Columbia and uh, Friday night at home against Summit. 
if we can get to four and four, lock up that three seed, um, that's a huge goal for us right now uh, because we would really like another chance at Ravenwood in the two, three game on our home court um, after we feel like we led and outplayed them for the vast majority of two and some games because we went to overtime in the second one. So, so next week, a lot of pressure on those two games. Um, tonight against Centennial, like Coach Moore was saying, nice, nice to relieve a little bit of that pressure um, and kind of work on some things you want to see to improve going into those last two district games. Well, and on your side, Coach Moore, you've got Hillsborough at five and zero. Oh, uh, you guys four and two, Franklin three and three, Brentwood and Overton one and four, and zero oh and four. So you're going to be in that two three game. Looks like you'll end up playing Franklin. And man, wouldn't that be exciting if you're talking about Ravenwood and Owensville uh, in the first round on their side, and then uh, Franklin Centennial as a fan of the game, I would love to see both of those games. And then obviously our teams would be advancing as well. So that would be a sort of a bonus. Yeah. I mean, it, it, if everything kind of follows suit, it's the way it looks like it's shaping up. And, you know, I, I think um, the district tournament has got a chance to be one of the best I've ever experienced because there is so much balance, you know, um, but both leagues, you know, one through five, I think anybody can kind of, come in and compete and if things go your way you know you you got to be on your toes and that's what you know we were talking about after our game on Tuesday with with Franklin is I think when you've had a month like we've had where we've had a lot of success um you know you've got you can't be, become complacent um you kind of got to stay hungry and, and do what has gotten you to that point you can't forget about that thing um and you know with us it's kind of about some toughness and and defense and rebounding and things like that where you know I thought we had some stretches where we we went away from that and you know at any time we, we can anybody can beat anybody so I, I think that'll make for a really exciting district tournament I wish ours was a little bit closer to home instead of um, having to go to Green Hill and fight that traffic but you know another Wilco problem coach Moore <laughs> I guess I don't think <laughs> we'll have that problem next year though right <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, too. Coach Kadice, let's finish up with this. We'll start with you. What do you do tonight to, to maybe turn around that 52-47 loss that you had at Centennial earlier? It's about two and a half weeks ago we went to their place. Um, they jumped out. I think they were up 12 at halftime, Jeremy, something like that. Um, and, and it was a lot of, of them getting 50-50 balls, a lot of them getting O boards, leading to second chance points. Um, hopefully we can – clean some of that up, uh, finish the possession on the first shot um, would be a, a great force. We, we came back from 12 down. We were up one with the ball a couple times in the fourth quarter, and I think they forced two turnovers um, with, with really good defensive plays by them. So need to value the basketball, need to rebound. Those would be the two focuses for us. Coach Moore, how about your squad? You come out 42 or 52-47 the first time. What are some keys for your team tonight? to maybe repeat that result. Coach Joins, you missed an opportunity. I heard Coach Gadais had a had a great halftime speech at Centennial. I don't know if he wanted to share any of that or not. <laughs> Whatever it, he said, it sure worked. Was it leak was it leaking through the walls, Coach Moore? <laughs> I, no, I didn't hear it. That's just I get all my information secondhand. <laughs> but uh no, I would love to tell you that we're gonna we're gonna play a lot of zone and we're gonna press shoot a lot of threes, you know, tonight. That's kind of going to be our, our MO. See if we can uh, get that into the game a little bit.
Uh, so for our viewers that are going to check the game out, that's a no, a no, and a no. <laughs> no we're going we're gonna to try to get our strengths in. That's half-court man, and, and we're going to throw the ball inside a little bit. Um, you know, if we got some shooters open, we'll kick it out. And just hopefully go compete, you know. I mean, being, being out of the league, it's a, it's a great opportunity for our guys just to go out there and compete and, and, you know, get a chance after a tough loss to get back on the court. We're excited to do that tonight. Well, gentlemen, we're looking forward to it. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk about tonight's game. Thanks, Coach Jones. Appreciate it. Thanks for doing this. Really cool. Thank you for joining us for the Coaches Show. We'll see you next time.